Hello, I'm Adam Young, editor of the Lubbock Avalanche Journal, and this is The Lead. In this podcast, I'll go over highlights from the past week in Lubbock and the South Plains and offer a look ahead to interesting stories our newsroom will be working on this week. I'm bringing in a few of the Avalanche Journal's reporters to share a bit about a few of the stories they're working on. So let's get started. Joined here by Alex Driggers, um, joining me for what our uh, executive producer, Mateo Ruzilas, tells me is the last of the lead podcast for 2022 as we go into the last couple of weeks of uh, the year, planning out some of our holiday coverage and then um, going full force into our Texas Tech Centennial special section that we're looking at for early 2023. A lot of moving parts for that, but we'll have more to come on that when we come back in early January. But um, just looking at the week ahead here, we've got some fun stuff and very meaningful things we're looking at, including the You Can Share food drive that starts with a ribbon cutting on Monday. I know Alex has a little bit more information on that. Yeah, Adam. The You Can Share Food Drive at the South Plains Food Bank is kicking off with that ribbon cutting on Monday. That's taking place at 6 o'clock at the United Supermarkets at 82nd and Frankfurt. So um, that's always a great event. And this is the 40th year that the South Plains Food Bank has held the You Can Share Food Drive. So um, many, many years of helping people here in Lubbock and across the South Plains. I spoke briefly with Dina Jeffries with the South Plains Food Bank ahead of a story that the AJ's very own Brandy D. Addison is planning on working on later this week, um, looking at food banks um, across the area, including the South Plains Food Bank and High Plains up in Amarillo, just about the um, increasing need. They're, they always have a need for food and funds and volunteer hours, but especially so with uh, increasing inflation. Uh, uh, Dina was telling me just... Um, they're seeing more demand even than they were during the peak uh, height of the COVID-19 just for uh, just people needing food and assistance. She talked about how they're just having to send out stuff by the truckload rather than, you know, individual pantries. Mm. Right, so Brandy's got that coming later in the week. Uh, Alana Edgen, our business reporter, is working on a fun story about a new rideshare company coming to Lubbock. That will be out midweek. Um, name of it is Rides. They're uh, looking for drivers. That's Rides with a W and a Z. You can figure out where those go. Yeah, I believe it's a W R I D E Z. Is yeah. that right? No, there's no E. W R I D Z. W R I D Z. Rides. So you would have. This were the uh, spelling bee. You would have rang your little bell on me. Absolutely. And I would have been very disappointed. Oh, Anna, we'll have some pretty neat details about that, including the um, opportunities for drivers and um, sign up for that. That'll be in the Avalanche Journal later this week. And, and I understand that, that uh, this company is uh, expanding into markets across the company, but is based locally uh, just over the border in Clovis. Yeah, that's right. It's a kind of a locally grown um, company, interesting local story and interesting success um, story here. Nice piece for Atlanta to identify for us. Yeah, I'm excited to read about that. And then um, also on Tuesday, you've got a story uh, or you're looking into the city council. They're uh, following up on the road bond election. That's right. So I have a story. Uh, I had a story in Sunday's paper looking at some of the next steps uh, for the Lubbock road bond that passed during the November 8th election. Um, there are a couple of procedural steps still left before 
work can get started. There's actually, there's just one procedural step left. Basically, that's a document that the city council has to adopt to say how they're going to pay themselves back between now and when they actually issue the bond. The reason that is, um, city manager Jarrett Atkinson told me, is the city of Lubbock wants to get started on these projects immediately. They don't want to wait until... um, Bonds are issued and funds are received from that. So what they're going to do is they're going to get started on that immediately using cash that they have on hand. And then later on in the year when the market's looking a bit more favorable, then they're actually going to send those bonds out to market and people will buy those. um, And then the cash will start to flow in. But in between now and then, they want to get started on those projects. So they're going to pay for it. So basically what this document will do is it's just a plan um, that's required by state law that lays out how the city's going to pay itself back for that interim work that they've done. Nice to see that progress, but it's also painful to drive through it. Like you had in a story last week on 19th Street and the ongoing construction there, where it looks like that's going on another two and a half years or so after it started this summer. Yeah, we'll be be, uh, seeing those orange cones for years to come, but... um, you know, obviously, this is positive growth for the city of Lubbock. It's just a growing pains that we'll have to deal with for uh, a, a time. Love to see it. Hey, thanks, Alex, for the updates. Thank you, Adam. Take care. Hi, everyone. It's Mateo Rosilis, transit breaking news reporter for the Lubbock Avalanche Journal and producer and editor of this podcast. As Adam just said, this will be our last episode for this season as we take time to focus on the holiday coverage that we can tell you stories that are more in-depth and more detailed as the holiday season approaches. But I want to take a quick moment to thank everyone that has been on this journey with us. We started this podcast not knowing where it's going to lead, but we were happy we were able to do it. I want to thank you, the listeners, for being here and supporting us and supporting local journalism. We couldn't do our job without you. We are excited as we start planning episode one of season two, coming in middle of January. Buckle up as we have plenty in store for you and the Lubbock community as we tell you your stories and the upcoming stories of the Texas Tech Centennial and around the county. So thank you again and have a happy holiday and Merry Christmas. Catch you in 2023. There's a lot going on around our community and we love your story ideas and tips. Please feel free to reach out to me at ayoung at lubbockonline.com. Give me a call or hit me up on social media. Here's hoping the week ahead brings great news and developments to Lubbock in our area. The lead is produced with the help of the Avalanche Journal's trends and breaking news reporter Mateo Rusilis and photo editor Annie Rice. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to checking back in with you next week.